Welcome back, everybody, to the 15 Minutes of Flame podcast. First and foremost, I want to wish everybody a happy New Year's and happy holidays. Hopefully, you all spent it with your loved ones in peace, harmony, and all that good stuff. Uh, Today, I want to talk about a movie that is pretty much been made into a meme at this point in time, broken all types of Netflix streaming records, all types of uh, news about it. People even started a bird box challenge. We know how that goes. Netflix has issued a warning about it. If you are not familiar with the movie Bird Box, I wouldn't say I highly recommend it. But if you're into that type of deal, um, into that type of movie, if you have Netflix uh, and a Netflix account even, um, I would say that it's definitely worth looking into. The It's gotten decent reviews. Again, there's been memes all about it. So if you're on social media of any point in time, You've probably seen a meme about it. In order to understand kind of the meme, you would probably need to watch a little bit of the movie or somebody to tell you some kind of background about the movie. Uh, me, personally, I'm not here to tell you guys anything about the movie. Um, not really here to give too many spoilers. So if you want to continue, you haven't seen it as of yet, then you can. Um, however, I do give certain uh, points of the movie, not the entire plot, but my interpretation of what it means to me in the real life. Um, an everyday world. So if you have not seen the movie and are interested in watching the movie, you may want to uh, put this on pause, watch the movie, and then come back to this episode at a later time. If you're okay with not um, being completely surprised, even though there's not too many surprises in the movie itself, um, or any plot twists or anything like that, then you can continue um, without me feeling bad that I have spoiled anything for you. Um, Moving on. The plot of Bird Box is essentially that there's an, it's pretty much the apocalypse, but at a point in time, you don't see any of the creatures or any of the things that are causing this strife and pain in people's lives, um, causing this big um, issue. So it's an apocalyptic movie, and it's kind of post-apocalyptic. It goes back and forth between um, you know, flashbacks and present day and things of that nature. So you don't ever see the, the antagonist. Uh, you know the protagonist is going to be Sandra Bullock and a group of survivors, in this case, um, holed up in a house. And then, but you never see the antagonist uh, for what it is, as it is interpreted different ways to different people. So in my interpretation of this movie, um, it plays well into today. Um, even, you know, even... I think just in life, period, in general, uh, but especially in the, today's society with social media and all these other things where it's kind of hard to unplug and kind of um, keep to yourself or, you know, self-health and, you know, mental well-being is a, is a big thing. Um, I think it always has been a big thing, but especially nowadays where it's kind of hard to unplug from the world, whether it be, you know, through social media outlets, you know, you have Facebook, you have Twitter, you have Instagram, these things that... It's kind of hard, even though you think and you feel that you're kind of getting a break from the real world as if, you know, as far as personal interaction, whether it be your job or whatever the case may be, uh, one-on-one conversations with people face-to-face. And then you kind of, you know, people use the internet to escape, uh, but you're still plugged in, you know, whether it be to other things happening worldwide, um, other people that you know online, friends, family, things of that nature, acquaintances um, that you know. So you never really truly, we never really truly unplug as a society anymore. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of even frowned upon. Um, but just to give you kind of a background on myself, last year, um, towards the middle of 2017, 
and all of pretty much 2018, I kind of distanced myself uh, from a lot of different things, uh, people, so on and so forth. And um, it wasn't because anybody did anything, you know, against me or, or, you know, I didn't, somebody was, you know, they would treat me bad or whatever the case may be. It was more so for my, my well-being, um, kind of trying to find myself, want to prioritize certain things, um, d- dive into my business, dive into the different outlets that I wanted to concentrate on that would um, help me and my family going forward. Um, that I felt, you know, personal growth and things of that nature. I'm, I'm big into that, as you guys may or may not know if it's uh, your first time. So um, that's one of those things where for me in 2018, I wanted to concentrate on myself. I wanted to make a little uh, certain changes. Um, I stopped eating meat. Um, I, I'm more concentrated on uh, my business. I um, wanted to concentrate more and spend time with my family. So all those different things didn't fit well with the dynamic of, going out and hanging out with different people, um, being on the phone, you know, talking for hours on end with people, uh, texting back and forth with people, you know, hours on end. So things, certain things like that, it's, it was not conducive to where I was trying to go. And of course, you know, when that happens, you have people that are okay with it. And then you have the people that are not okay with it, that admonish you at every point in time that they get, they, you know, you, you know, you kind of, you changed or, you know, we don't talk anymore, you don't pick up the phone, and blah, 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 and I made a, this, I made a, a long post, not a long post, but for Instagram, it's a long post, as most people just post the videos, but uh, I made a post about it on Instagram, also, it was cross-posted on my Facebook, that, you know, a lot of people had been, I've been hearing all, a lot, a, a long time, for a long time, probably about a year and a half now, that uh, I don't pick up my phone, I don't ever call anybody back, this, that, and the third, and just basically complaints, and people whining, and, and all that other stuff. Um, that, you know, they don't, they can't get a hold of me or whatever the case may be. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of, you have to do what is best for you. You know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm not, an, I don't consider myself an optimist. I don't consider myself a pessimist or a realist or whatever the case may be. I just consider myself a person. And at the end of the day, everybody has to do what's best for them, whatever makes you happy. Um, whether people, you know, go along with it or not at the end of the day, um, you know, it, that's on you at the end of the day when you lay your head down to go to sleep at night um, or day, whatever, depending on when you go to sleep. But um, you have to, you know, reflect on the day and you're the only person in your own head and you're the only person that, you know, you have to live with yourself, whether you are married with a spouse, whatever the case may be. Uh, I know personally from a personal standpoint that, you know, being stuck in your own head and going through your own things, that's one of the worst things that can happen, especially if you're, you know, having negative things around you. Um, and then in your mind, if that's something where it's like a prison in your mind, you know, that's one of the worst things that could personally happen um, to anybody. So I wouldn't wish that upon uh, anybody to go through. Um, but some people do go through it. And, and at times, maybe you know, and at times, it, if you have the right mindset or you can find the right mindset or p- positive people around you to help you to build you up and not break you down, then that's one of those things where it can become a lesson, a life lesson, and you can grow from that and, ex- and you know, expand. Um, now, I say all that to say this, that my personal interpretation of this movie is pretty much that. Um, in the movie, for anyone who has seen the movie, you know that the whole thing was the blindfolds, right? Um, anytime that you saw whatever it was, we're just going to call it the, the antagonist, whatever, whatever the antagonist was in the movie, if you did not have a blindfold on, 
while you were out and about in the streets and stuff and things of that nature, the woods and whatever, um, then whatever you saw manifested into its your worst nightmare, essentially, whether it be guilt, sadness, whatever it was, and it was it was different things for different people. And I think, you know, not seeing the antagonist in the movie really uh, drove this point home for me even more because different people go through different things. So what, you know, what devastate you may not devastate me, you know. So you seeing um, a hungry cat on the side of the road and not saying this is my personal belief, but just as an example. For example, if you see a cat on the side of the road and you think, oh, my goodness, this cat hasn't eaten in days and, you know, that that will just break somebody's heart you know some people's hearts that would just destroy um and they would go pick up the cat they would take the cat home they try to nurse it back to health feed it this that and the third right so that is an example of something that might just you just totally destroy someone's day and they would act on it maybe and you know try to nurse the cat back to health or whatever the case may be but it would give them a feeling of sadness in their heart whereas if i saw someone on the side of the road and i saw that they were in need or they were hungry or something like that then that might affect me completely differently where it might not affect that person who saw the cat. So that's just to say that the antagonist in the movie affected people in different ways. So it was different things to different people. So whatever might have been devastating to one person might not have been devastating to, the, to another person. Um, and in turn, what happened is the person would commit suicide or do something where, um, you know, they would wind up dying. Um, and that's just to say that, again, if you are you know you know if you if you're taken into a point of that you just can't take it anymore or if you just have seen something that just totally destroys um you know your your well-being and things of that nature then you're exposed to that that you know it can lead to uh an unfavorable uh ending um and especially the way that these most of these people died was you know it was not the way that one would want to go at any point in time um, in their right mind, put it that way. So that was one of those things where it's like, okay, well, the antagonist is different to different people. Once they see it or were they exposed to it, it would affect them in a way that would cause them great sadness or whatever the case may be. And then they would want to, um, they would want to end that sadness and they only see one way of ending that sadness, which is, uh, destroying themselves, uh, which would be, you know, destruction of themselves. Um, and you know, then that would be the end. Um, another point of the movie that I thought was very telling and very, um, important in my opinion was the fact that being in a home setting or a setting of a house of a household, um, and being around a group of people or whatever the case may be, um, the, the antagonist in the movie, for whatever reason, wouldn't be able to, wasn't able to break that barrier. Um, and you figure, um, if you've seen the movie, the, the antagonist in this movie, uh, seems to be pretty powerful, you know, um, it has voices in it, it, or it would manifest itself as voices of people that you knew to try to take the blindfold off or for you to uh, see it. So the fact that it wasn't able to break a barrier of a home setting um, was big, in my opinion. And you would think that if something were to come and, you know, some post-apocalyptic zombies, whatever the case may be, whatever you see as that, that would be able to break in the house or, you know, especially if it's something that's not, it wasn't a solid as far as we knew. Um, it wasn't something that you could physically see. Um, it wasn't something that you, you know, could touch or anything like that. So 
to not be able to break the barrier of a home setting or a home, um, you know, a brick and mortar that uh, played heavy, um, in, in my opinion, in this entire ter- interpretation that, that I'm going into here. Um, it couldn't go into as far as, you know, they went into, at one point they went to a supermarket. It couldn't go through that. It couldn't go through a home, uh, sanctuary, things of that nature. So it was pretty much just out and about in the world as long as you were out and about in the world. Um, it would it would be able to affect you. Um, it wouldn't be able to affect you in a car and things of that nature. So as long as you kind of uh, sheltered yourself from the antagonist in this movie, you wouldn't be affected. So again, that brought me to a real world um, example of you know not letting outside influences affect you. Um, you know when you're in your house, you're you're hopefully a lot of you are you know calm, relaxed. You don't let things affect you. Um, people, you know, for the most part, won't come into your house, home or shouldn't come into your home with negativity and nonsense. So a lot of people, they feel whether, you know, when you're at work, it's kind of like, you know, you have to kind of deal with whatever the, whatever it is at, at work. Um, hopefully people have a good workplace, but, you know, that's not always the case, unfortunately. So when you get home, hopefully your home life is something of a sanctuary for you. So you go home, you relax, you kick your feet up, you kind of decompress from the day, and you go on with life. Um, so similar, this what, movie was similar in that aspect that, you know, you're affected and you're attacked by so many things while you're out in the world that when you get home, you should, be, you should feel safe, you should be safe, and you would only not be safe or feel safe if you open your door to this negativity and let it in, whether it be through another person or just, you know, looking outside and seeing and, and kind of just exposing yourself to these different elements in the world. So, that being said, um, I thought that was a, a big thing as well. And I don't want to give away any plot twists or anything like that. Again, or not plot twists, but I don't want to give away the entire plot. But, you know, getting further into the interpretation, it, it, it'll kind of break down the movie for you where you'll kind of either, you'll understand it um, if you have seen it or if you haven't seen it, you, you kind of will get a... A picture of of what's going on and what happened in the movie so another thing that I wanted to touch on this is that you know um, this the antagonist in the movie while the while they were trying to get to the end game of the movie we'll put it that way to try to find a resolution in the end game of the movie um, they had to go out into the real, real world and the only way to do that without being affected by the antagonist in this movie was to wear a blindfold a blindfold and that's probably what you've all seen, you know, the different memes and you know, it's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, it's all over the place. And so that's where the memes come from as far as the blindfolds are concerned. And that's where they play into the story. So the only way not to be affected by the antagonist in this movie was to wear the blindfold. Now, the blindfold to me is very telling because it's just pretty much blinding yourself to all of the, the negative influences. Um, and at that point, keeping your mind kind of clear and level-headed so that you don't do anything crazy and it is hard to do that because in the movie you wearing a blindfold you're kind of walk you're walking around blind you know um you kind of have to rely on your other senses you kind of have to um be you have to use other things and be wary of where where you're going and what you're walking into and kind of backtracking and kind of keeping tabs on what you're doing because they did put strings all around and um they kind of backtrack their ways, and they were always trying to keep track of where they were going. Even without looking, they still were very wary of where they were going, obviously, because they were blindfolded, so they couldn't see. 
So just in, in life, it's kind of the same way. You have to be wary of where you're going. Um, you have to wary, be wary of who you invite into your home, um, into your life. Um, things of that nature kind of, I, I, that's where I saw the parallel uh, where it made sense. Now, this is my interpretation, right? Before I go any further, this is my interpretation. Obviously, a lot of people will see it different ways. This is how I interpreted the movie. Um, and again, my mindset is a little bit different um, than other people's because I've already done all this self-reflecting and all this thing, all these things. So I think on this level, at this point in my life, um, now some people think may think the same or some people may say, dude, it's just a movie, has some birds in a box, and literally that was it. It was just dumb. You're kind of going too deep into it. <laughs> But me personally, this is what this is my interpretation of the movie because someone wrote the script, um, someone had a, uh, an idea of what they wanted to convey with this movie, and in my opinion, it's it's a piece of art. It's it's a movie, and I believe that a movie is a is a part of is a piece of art. Some obviously better than others, but it's open for interpretation. So the way you see the movie might be different than the way I see it, so on and so forth. But there are a group of people that may. Um, that this may even open their eyes to a different level of the movie where they might not have seen it this way and they might enjoy it more or less or whatever the case may be. Um, but regardless of the fact, that's, I just wanted to get that out there. That's my interpretation. Other it's, And it's open for interpretation, also open for discussion. If anyone wants to talk about it further, um, more than happy to leave me a message or drop me a line. As always, uh, the, the, the forum is always open. So um, that being said, you know, they, they, you wear the blindfold. And it kind of, um, to a certain degree, it shields you from the antagonist. However, the antagonist also in this movie has a way of um, being, being a voice or having different voices where it will try to tempt you to take this, your blindfold off so they can affect you. Um, so it would throw the voice of people you know. It would, it would give people, you know, it would say certain things to try to get you to take your blindfold off um, and look at it and whatever the case may be. Um, and this, of course, we all know this happens in the real world where, you know, you might try to block out certain things as far as visually like, oh, you know what, I'm not going to look on, I'm not going to look that way or I'm not going to pay attention to that. But then you may get a phone call or you may get people, you know, talking in your ear or you may get text messages or, you, you know, whatever the case may be. Or you may hear from other people like, hey, listen, you know, this is happening, that's happening. Um, or, you know, come with me here or go with me there, whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, you get roped into something or something bad happens to you, um, you know, and, and you don't want to be affected by it. But somehow, some way, you know, you're always, uh, you know, this the antagonist in this movie is always attacking, depend, you know, depending on the situation. Um, it always tries to find a way in. And I think that that's the same way with any kind of negativity that, you know, negativity is always trying to find a way in. Um, it's always going to try to, you know, find its way um, to attack you. And you might be under constant attack at all times, but you just know that, you know, if you put your head down and you continue with the task at hand and you have, you know, if you don't stray and you have a strong mental um, resolve that you can and you will get to the end game or reach a resolution as these things don't last forever now obviously at the end of the movie we don't know what happens or whatever the case may be they don't expand on it too much um just to say that it was for the most part kind of a happy ending um depending again on your interpretation however um there also is another portion of the movie which i thought was 
very big, and I apologize for the sniffling, but I am a little bit under the weather. You may be able to hear my voice, maybe not, but um, I am, so bear with me. But in any case, um, the antagonist has an extra added bonus in this movie, which is actual physical people in this movie that are able to look at the antagonist and not be affected in the same way that it would affect the others. Um, and I use the others as just um, saying, you know, not regular people, but just other people. Um, the people that don't have to walk around with blindfolds in the movie, for whatever reason, there's not an explanation too much, but again, I would interpret it in my way that I uh, understood it, is that there's certain people in the movie that do not have to wear blindfolds and they do not wind up, you know, killing themselves or, or you know, committing suicide or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, they don't they don't meet an, a bad, uh, an untimely end or a bad end. They're just able to walk about the, the world with the antagonist without issue. And um, as a matter of fact, I think they even work with the antagonist in the point where they want others to see what they see. And they say that it's beautiful and this, that, and the third. And that if you're able to see it, you know, it's beautiful where it doesn't affect them in the same fashion that it affects some other people where some other people can't handle it and they are you know they they end themselves um now you can interpret this one of two ways you can interpret this that there will be people in life that um are all about negativity and that's all they bring you they want you in on whatever they're doing with uh, which is negative um, they want to bring you in on it. They want to rope you up into it. And, uh, because they, 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 that's the way that they live. That's how they are. That they don't see anything wrong with it. And that's what they know. And, um, you know, they want to have other people for the ride. Right. And then there's another sector of people that may think that, you know, maybe the people who are the ones dying are the, are the, are the weak people and the people who are able to see and not, um, die are the, the mentally strong people. Um, however you interpret it, um, I interpret it in the fashion of this, that there are people that, um, are negative, right? You just know that, you know, people that some people that are just, you know, for every solution that you provide them with, they have a problem, right? You know, you, you tell somebody, Hey, you can do this. They give you five, you give them one reason why they can do something. They'll give you a million reasons why they, why they can't. Right. So we all know people to a certain degree that are like that whether it be family, friends, whatever the case may be, acquaintances, coworkers. And, you know, you kind of try to stay away from those people because, you know, as soon as that person is involved in anything, you know, for the most part, things go to hell in a handbasket or they go to shit or whatever you, whatever analogy you use. Um, there's people that, you know, that are just negative and that's, you know, what it is. So my interpretation of it is that there's people that are just negative, right? There's people that they're in on uh, with the negativity and it doesn't affect them the same because that's what they wallow in. That's their world. They are in negativity at all the times. So negativity doesn't bother them because that's what they're always surrounded by. That's what they're used to. That's their vibe. Um, but positivity, that's the issue here. So you being positive, being um, sheltered in your home, trying to survive this crazy world that they were in or the crazy world that they were in, and someone coming to you and trying to show you or expose you to the negativity um, can drive you nuts. And, you know, there's an old saying that misery loves company, and I greatly uh, believe in that. 
that, you know, when someone is miserable, that, you know, they usually want company. Um, you, you know, you'll find people that will complain. And then if one person complains, it seems like there's a million people that are right behind it. Um, I did retail, a little quick brief segue. I did retail for many, 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 many years. I would hear 500 complaints before I hear one compliment, right? That's just the way things are. When people are upset and angry and not happy, you'll, oh, those are the people that speak the loudest. But when people are happy, then people are content. When people are enthusiastic, um, you rarely hear about that. And there's a reason for that because when people are happy, when they're content, things of that nature, if you're happy, you want to share it with other people, right? That's human nature. And you want to, you want to say, hey, listen, that this person um, did this for me. You know, this person is that. That person is great. Um, that's the abundance mindset that you would want. Uh, but then there's people that when you say that to them, they figure out a way to spin it negatively. So if you say, hey, so-and-so, you know, that, that's a great person. They're great. They're great. You know, that's a great guy or a great uh, woman. You know, they help me out here and there and this, that, and the third. That person might have had a negative um, experience with that person or they don't know that person or whatever the case may be. And they might think, well, well, well you know, well, yeah, you might have had a great experience, but why? What, what, what's in it for them? Why'd they do that for you? Um, what did you do for them? You know, they're going to probably ask you for a favor in return and this, that, and a third. And even though that might not seem very blatant or, you know, it's not, you know, very flagrant to people as far as, you know, being negative, that's still a negative mindset. That's not an abundance mindset. Um, or And then you have the other side of the coin where some people will have great experiences with people and or they have experiences with things and they don't want to tell other people because they want to keep it to themselves they want to you know that's their that's their thing so that's the you know obviously that's there will be the opposite of the abundance mindset but some people feel that way then if i tell this person about it and that person about it then you know everybody's going to know about it and then i won't have it for me anymore so my interpretation of of that entire thing with the people you know, trying to take people's blindfolds off and whatever the case may be, which was kind of a, uh, a different, a difference in the movie where, um, you know, these people could physically come in your zone, whether it be your home or it could be in your group or whatever the case may be. They could kind of be a Trojan horse and, and invade, um, your vibe and your energy in your, in your area and, uh, your group of people. And, uh, you never know pretty much what they're exposing you to until it was too late. Um, and unfortunately that, that, you know, when you see the movie, that plays out in the movie as well. So, um, I just wanted to touch on that. Um, it was, you know, it's a big movie. It's been a pretty popular movie. Um, I, I wrote down some notes and I wanted to kind of, you know, get a discussion going, um, as far as what you guys thought about the movie, if you guys have seen the movie, but I wanted to share my interpretation of the movie and what I thought about the movie. And, um, we can go from there as always. I appreciate each and one of you listening. Um, I appreciate people who are subscribing, dropping me uh, messages, uh, dropping me emails, things of that nature. All the stuff that, you know, all my social media stuff is in the description of this episode, as always. Um, but let's keep the conversation going. If you guys want to talk about it any further, please, um, more than welcome to. Uh, drop me a line, drop me an email, whatever the case may be. And as always, it's been Drew with the 15 Minutes of Flame podcast. As always, I hope you all had a, a great day and stay blessed.